Welcome to the Hook and Ladder Podcast, Week 11 Picks, Justin Santu, Colin O'Donnell, and, um... Are we back? I mean, we had a winning week, both of us did. Are we back? <laughs> I don't know if we're back. I might be back, I don't know about you. I'm back, I'm definitely back. I've never left. On the pod, I left for a while, but I, but I might be back on the pod now, too. You only went 5-4 and four on the pod. Yeah, that's a, that's a winning week on the pod, you know, when I give out winners... <laughs> You lost your head to head. I'm not. I, I gotta stop. I gotta stop fading Arizona. They're really, really good. They're way better. Yeah, I'm three and zero in our in our lock fights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I went seven and three this week on the pod. Wish that was more indicative of real life. I just got a little trigger happy <laughs> into the oh, week. No, really, 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 really. What'd you add? Uh, I finished uh, 10 and 9 for like plus 0.25 units. Oh my God. What did you add? I added Iowa. Okay. I added Vanderbilt. I added a lot of the ones that we talked about. I add, I also added Boise because I'm weak. And the stink wow. factor was just really high. And I just couldn't. I tried like, to tell you, man. I tried to tell you. Well, honestly, all like Saturday, right? The only time. I was able to like watch college football because you know, other stuff going on. The only time I was able to watch was at 10 30. So I wanted to have action on the 10 30 games, you know? Yeah. I added Colorado that ended up backdooring. Thank God. Yeah. That cash for you. Barely. Um, was Ohio state the backdoor cover of the year for you? Oh, and what a great, what a great <laughs> cover. What a great cover. I mean, I was, I was already in the mud, you know, with Notre Dame fucking yeah. throwing away. I mean, the season's already over, but now that, your six is over, um, but I was already I was already down bad. I was like, I need this, I need this cover, or else uh, I'm gonna be hearing it. You know? Yeah, yeah. Rutgers played well. They were the better team between the twenties. As crazy as that sounds. Yeah. Well, you don't have anything to say. They were. They outgained them. They out like they out they out first down them. They outpossessed them. They were the better foot. They were actually the better football team, except they couldn't like convert inside the five. Yeah. Well, and they threw a pick six. On where there was targeting that was that went completely uncalled, but I just I can't even like that's what that's what happens. Well, we call for targeting when it's not targeting, but Ohio when it's state covered, Ohio state covered, you know that's yeah. that's what matters in the end. No, that's not what matters in the end. That's what matters for your money, and I don't really give a shit that they covered or not. That meant nothing to me. What mattered to me is Rutgers is actually the better team than Ohio State for most of that football game, really all of the football game. Okay. You know, are you disagreeing with that? That's lost by nineteen. They're not the better oh, football. Stop, team. dude. Sh- shut up. What? Like you, like okay, be happy about your cover, but that's to sit here and, and pretend like Rutgers had nothing, like was not. I'm not. I'm not. Look, look, I'm not saying. I'm not saying Ohio State deserved to cover, or I mean, the game happened how I thought it was going to happen. The game was a coin flip. It was literally a coin flip. But but it was not. Ohio State was the better team. Colin, not the better no. team is disingenuous. They they won by 19. Okay, but that's not really. I wonder what Bill Connolly's post game win expectancies were. I can get uh, Parker Fleming's for you. Yeah, I'm curious because I I don't I haven't looked and I mean <laughs> Rutgers is the better football team for most of the game. Like that is not a a false statement. I understand you didn't watch it because Clemson was beaten. I did, I did I did have it on the screen. Yeah, because Notre Dame was getting their ass beat by Clemson. Oh my god, they lost by eight. They lost by eight, and Notre Dame was actually the better team. If you want to if you want to say it was the better team, uh, they muffed a punt and threw a pick six. They win that game. 
Rutgers threw a pick six and turned the ball over with five minutes to go on a fourth down inside their own 15 because Greg doesn't cover for the boosters. He plays to win. So that's yeah, why I know, which is, well, which is part of my handicap, which is what I said is Greg is going to play to win. I did I not say that? Did I not say that on the on the fucking Why are you talking about the cover? I don't give a fuck about the spread and your stupid bet. I'm talking about my football team that actually was the better team than the number one team in the country. They were the better team. They were the better team. They were, they were the better team. Colin. They were not the better team. Okay, give me the postgame win expectancy. I'm I'm getting I'm pulling it up. All right, pull it up. Give me a second. Give were, me a second. Okay, maybe they weren't the better team, but they were absolutely every bit as good. They were they were in the game. I would not Colin. So help me God, dude. They outgamed them. They fucking outpossessed them. They had more first downs. They just didn't convert inside the five. That's it. That's all that happened. And they threw a pick six where there was targeting that went uncalled. I'm getting all agitated. I'm not even excited for basketball season because it's fucking football season still. <laughs> I don't know where to find those game win expectancies. I'm trying to find it. Here's the we didn't get beat that bad graph. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I care about that. All right. Rutgers was right. They were the they were beat one, two, three, four, six. Who who tweets this? What account? Uh Parker Fleming, stats of war. Here, here. I mean, I don't know if you're going to be able to see this. I can, I can see it. Pull it up. I can't see it. <laughs> I'm scrolling through his Twitter account. <laughs> this is some great uh, some great podcasting right here. Uh, That's all right. It, we haven't had a chance to chat. So. It looks like a net success rate is about a, uh, a 0.11 edge for Ohio State. Okay, so it was a fucking toss-up. Which is um, a bigger win expectancy than Georgia Tech against Virginia, Iowa against Northwestern, Akron against Kent State, JMU, SMU against Rice, Utah State, Clemson, Bama, Western Kentucky. I don't know what any of that is. Auburn, Ohio State, Illinois, Wyoming, and then it then it flips. So. Oh, oh, you're, was, you're saying Arizona was negative. Well, they they did lose thirty five to sixteen, so I think that was the final score. Yeah, I don't trust any of that stuff. Rutgers is the better football team. I really believe that. Maybe they were the better football team, but they were every bit as good. And that game was a coin flip for basically the entire game. Yeah, I mean, they played, they played, they played with. They they they, they hung in there. No, they didn't hang in there. Don't say they hung in there. They didn't fucking hang in there. They were. They the did hung. I, I guess they didn't. I guess they didn't hang in there at the end. Kind of, kind of got lost by nineteen, so they didn't hang in there at the end. You know, kind of blew it open at the end. But it's not what happened. For most of the game. It's not what happened, dude. Shut up. You're making a fool of yourself. Just to put some any like rant, Rutgers hate. I don't know what the hell this is. Where this is coming from. Coming from a place of, of Notre Dame depression is what it is, you know, because your gold, your golden king quarterback couldn't lead you to the promised land. You're you're well on your way towards another nine and three, and that's you're 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 struggling with that. It ain't, it ain't the quarterback's fault. 
It's the coach. I've been I've been saying I've been saying it forever. I mean, it's not like I'm not. I haven't come to terms with it. I fucking know. I've been saying it. Nobody's (laughs) listening. They're starting to listen now. You know, now they're fucking listening. Why why it takes losing on the road to Clemson to fucking listen when you when you can't move the ball on any of these fucking teams? Offense is horrendous, and you've upgraded from fucking Drew Pine to Sam Hartman, and the offense is worse. Yeah. Down the coach. I'm a fucking coach. I mean, fucking Parker's got to go, and uh, and and Freeman still makes mind-boggling decisions. And look, Al Golden was a really good fucking hire. Al Golden is good. The defense is fucking good, and Freeman can recruit. So if he can hire an offensive coordinator, they can fix this. But uh, but he's got to fucking find one because two years, three losses. You want to know, in, in 2017 was the last time Notre Dame had three losses. 2018, undefeated. 2019, two losses. 2020, undefeated. 21, one loss. 22, one loss. Freeman comes, four, three. And and Freeman's defense wasn't even that good in its first year. But, um, I mean, it's hard. You can't really trust. You can't take away from first year as a defensive coordinator. The defense takes time. Three losses so far, and you know, you never know what happens when you go out to the farm on the last day of the season, you know? Lost the bowl game. I don't know. Um all right, let's get into our, our week eleven picks. It's good. That was healthy. That was healthy. We haven't uh had a nice kvetch about our teams in a while. Although I'm I'm extremely positive no matter what you say I'm I, I'm over the moon about Rutgers football right now, and you should be. They almost covered against a good team. I don't care about the spread. I'm very like when Rutgers plays, it, the spread does not matter. Rutgers was winning that football game at halftime, and it was a one possession game in the fourth quarter, and the place was jumping, and it was there's. Let's get on to week eleven. Um, it's my tee box. Somehow, someway, I'm 55 and 53 on the season. Yeah. Consensus plays last week. You got to stop with your additions. I know the additions are terrible. I know, it's terrible. It's so bad. I'm not. I'm no additions on Saturday. We'll see. Uh, yeah, let's see how long that lasts. Consensus plays were not good, man. Consensus plays. We're two and two. Really? Yeah. What were they? Texas Tech, Illinois, USC, Texas A&M, who did not cover. Well, they uh, pushed. Right, but they did not cover, and Iowa State. Iowa State. That one I didn't expect. Yeah, I felt pretty good about that. I did too. They got jumped on early. Um. Okay. My first play. I am taking it straight to the weekend. Uh, Saturday, noon, game I've had circled in the Big Ten Conference for a long, long time now, really all season. I'm taking Penn State plus five and a half against Michigan. Um, I think this is going to be a a physical Defensive game, and I think Penn State has had this one circled on the calendar all season long. Um, for whatever reason, I feel like Penn State has struggled against Harbaugh 
um, probably because Harbaugh has all their signs and is cheating. Um, yeah, well, that's, that's, that's that much true. Um, but I, I mean, look, coming into this year, I felt really strongly that this was the best Penn State team that Franklin's had. Um, and nothing I've seen so far has has proved differently. They got into a defensive showdown at Ohio State and they lost. Um, but I don't know. Last couple of years, they've they've struggled against Michigan. Got blown out last year, but the year before that, it was a close game at Penn State, and they were beating them the couple of years before that. I mean, like, I don't know. I don't know why I had it in my mind that they weren't that they didn't have success against Michigan. So I'm I'm actually glad that that's not the case. I think it's going to be a zoo. The only thing that's a bum, that's a bummer is it's not going to be the the whiteout game. But yeah, fucking Fox, man, that shit sucks. I, I I hate I hate that they do that. It is. You know the what looks like it's going to be the the big noon kickoff game the following week too. <laughs> Is Penn State Rutgers? <laughs> is it really? That's, that's what it looks like. Yeah, um, it's a noon kickoff on Fox, so I assume it's the big noon kickoff. Um, I just I I feel very strongly that Penn State is. Uh, I think Michigan is right to get knocked off, and I think this environment is one of the best environments in college football. I think, given everything that we've seen this year with Michigan the last few weeks, it's going to be even more hostile. Uh, Drew Aller has not been good this year, but I think he he started to turn the corner. He was great against Maryland, and his numbers really aren't that bad. I think if Penn State's able to run the football, I think they're pretty good in the trenches. Maybe not as good as Michigan, but they're, they're pretty darn good. And um, Franklin's going to have to put up or shut up in one of these big games, and and I think I think they put up. I think it's time. Um, so I'm 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 in on Penn State plus five and a half. We took Penn State six at Michigan last year. Yeah, well, they killed him last year, and that was that was my uh, that was my play of the year. <laughs> all over Penn State. Um, yeah. It was incorrect because Michigan ran right through him. Actually, the same line though now in Happy Valley. Yeah. Uh, here's a question: Did you pull your tr- pull the trigger on five and a half, or are you still waiting? Uh, I, I think bet, it's just gonna I, keep growing. I bet seven on set on Sunday. On Sunday, there was a seven on Sunday. It might have been before. It might have been an opener, like still uh, lingering from like a early season line that was still lingering. Um, yeah, because I'm seeing like two and a halfs. I I see two and a half on open, and it just kept growing. So I I have I have seven. I don't know. I mean, I don't know how I have seven, but I do. I have yeah, seven. What the fuck? Um, but I I like it. I like it. Anything inside of three and a half. So anything outside of three and a half, I should say. I haven't bet it yet. I am. There's no way I'm not gonna bet it, though. Oh, cool! Come at, on up. At, at some point, but I am pretty worried about the matchup. I do think, though, like Michigan lost a pretty solid amount on their offensive line, and last year they won this game because they just ran it down Penn State's throat. I don't know how good Penn State's defensive line is. They have they did face West Virginia, who can run the ball pretty well. And Ohio State's offensive line is all right. It's not um it's not great. And they they held them in check, only ran for 79 yards. I I, I don't know. It 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 what what has Michigan done besides just put up metrics that that deserves them to lay five and a half in Happy Valley. It it, it seems uh, seems pretty crazy to me. I I know I'm like I'm not 
I mean, I, this is why I took Ohio State is because I'm not high on Drew Alar. But he looked better against Maryland. Maryland's defense kind of sucks. But what if McCarthy, yes, has the highest QBR in the fucking country for whatever reason. But what what are they what have they done? What have they who have they played? What have they played? A, their hardest game was Rockers at home. Yeah, their best win is Rockers, and that was a close game for three quarters. Yeah. Yeah, I'll uh I'll I'll take Penn State as well. I'm gonna wait though in real life. I think it's gonna get back closer to your seven. Okay. I haven't heard anybody that wants to take Penn State here. Good. Penn State plus five and a half consensus play. All right, where are you going? I will stick in the Big Ten. Uh, let's see. Is this a noon game? I don't know. You tell me. When does Rutgers play? Rutgers plays at 330. I'm going to take Rutgers plus one and a half. Wow. I love it. I absolutely love it. Um. I, I I like I love I love the spot Rutgers off of a hard fought loss where they didn't cover so it doesn't affect like people looking at that aren't aren't gonna really see that in the line. Um, Iowa guts out a win against Northwestern. Their offense still inept even though Brian Ferentz is gone. Deacon Hill sucks worse than Gavin Wimsett. Wimsett's a better quarterback. There's not many games where Rutgers. It's going to have a better quarterback than the other team. Stop with that, dude. Wimson is a top five quarterback in the Big Ten right now. Okay. Statistically, he is. Okay. All right. Whatever. Whatever. He's a better quarterback than Deacon Hill. I don't want to argue that right now. Yeah, that's fine. Agreed. <laughs> um, look, and, and, and you look at this. They Purdue was a, it was, they were two and a half point dogs. When they went into Iowa and everybody, all the Sharks all over Purdue, they're like, oh, this team's going to win. Iowa wins. Then they're 10-point dogs against Brandon Locke and Wisconsin, Braden Locke and Wisconsin. Five-point favorites against Northwestern. In every game, Deacon Hill has been shit. Throwing picks. This is going to be the best defense they play. This is a fired-up Rutgers team. They are, are going to be believing after that loss to Ohio State. And it's not like, like they were in that game for a long majority of that game. So they're, they're going to feel good. It's not like they got beat up and are going to be beaten down in this. It's not a dream crusher game. I, I just think the wrong team is, is favored. Rutgers is better than Iowa. With Deacon Hill as quarterback, Rutgers is better than Iowa. And the, so they're going to win this game. I agree. Um, I'm not betting it, but I, I agree that that's what the line says. And I think – I think it feels kind of sharp to me because, I mean, at the end of the day, like, I understand there's all this hoopla about Iowa, like, struggling, whatever, but they're 7-2, and two, they're Iowa, and they're at home, and they're basically a pick em against Rutgers. And I just, I think they're a pick em for a reason, which means Rutgers be favored on a neutral against Iowa, which I think is, I think that's a paradigm shift, and I, I, don't, I don't think there's, like, I think that's real, and I, like, I fucking believe that. I believe Rutgers is the fourth best team in the Big Ten. I really do, and they've got a chance to go out and prove it on yeah. on Saturday. I I mean, I I agree, but less of, less of a, I think the books are really down on Iowa. If you can tell based off these last spreads, like once the the Deacon Hill move has made, they they've really been been hit pretty hard. 
But th- this feels like I mean they they lost at home to Minnesota. Yeah. Th- this feels like a game they they won by three at Northwestern with Sullivan starting. Rutgers beat Northwestern twenty four to seven at home to start the year. You look at their um, some of their other. Uh, do they actually do they have any Michigan State? I guess would be the only other common opponent. Opponent, but that was uh, they they picked off Noah Kim three times in and that game, and Michigan I think they still were outgained. They were yeah. outgained by 120 yards. They needed a punt return touchdown to save them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Rutgers. I mean, also Rutgers luck boxed their way to a win over Michigan State. I'm well aware of that, but that was a downpour, tricky spot, like. Whatever doesn't I I think I think we're gonna go on the road and it's time it's fucking time so I yeah. hope um obviously no bet for me on that game I had half a mind to go out to Iowa City but just just too much stuff going on this weekend unfortunately <laughs> half a mind I'll just be in Happy Valley the following weekend instead um I'm going to the Atlantic Coast Conference in a rivalry no. game it's what. Which game are you going to? I'm, I mean, I've got a couple ACC games. I know. I think I know which game you're going to, though. There, there are. I don't. I don't know if you know which game I am going to, because there are there are a few that I have. They're, they're they're all kind of stinky, because the ACC is terrible. <laughs> it's all stink in the ACC. Um, this has been a rivalry game for a few years now. I feel like, um, Dave Clawson, Dave Doran, um. Really good coaches named Dave that have run really good developmental programs. I feel like every team that ends up at home tends to have success. Um, at least it's been that way for the last four or five years, I believe. And every time they play, it feels like it's a it's a battle. I'm taking Wake Forest plus the points. Um, Wake Forest, I should say, NC State just got the bowl eligibility. Sixth win of the season. Um, that ACC future is back alive. There you go. Uh, sixth win of the year, which I think is always always a big deal, right? For a team that doesn't have their sights set on a national title like NC State doesn't, their sights are set on getting to the postseason, and they've got a bowl game. They got to a bowl game. Um, doing so under the lights at home against Miami, a national brand. Now they got to go on the road to Winston-Salem, North Carolina at 2 o'clock on the CW, awkward time, and you play this team who's basically a rival of yours, um, Wake Forest, who's 4-5, and five, just had a really good showing, um, albeit against Duke's backup quarterback or third-string quarterback. Um, last week, only lost by three at Duke, covered. Um, now I've had a long week. Third-string third third quarterback. Third-string quarterback, but still. I've had a long week. Um of, of rest, I mean, an additional 48 hours of rest, and they come back home for a chance to get their fifth win of the year, and I, I think they're going to do it. So I'm taking Wake Forest plus two and a half. Um, I think they're solid on defense. I don't think NC State's been anything special on offense, and I, I trust Dave Clawson, and I, I, I just – I feel this one. I feel weak. So I'm taking the, taking the Demon Deeks. That's an that's an interesting one. This isn't where I thought you were going. I think where you think I am going, I will end up going. <laughs> yeah, I think you will go there too. But <laughs> you'll just have to wait a little bit longer for it. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, I, I like. I don't hate it. I don't hate it at all. Rest NC State off of two massive wins. Like yeah. Dave Doran hates Clemson. That, that's one thing he does hate, and he does hate. Um, and, and like Miami's a big brand, so that's a big win also. The one thing that's kind of worrying me is actually, I would guess, positive news is that Ben Morris has uh, quit for the year. You saw that? Or yeah. MJ Morris? Wait, NC State's quarterback is done for the year? Yeah, he's uh, he just said he's uh, not playing anymore. He's Legend. not hurt. He just doesn't want to play because he's going to transfer. He said he's not leaving the program. <laughs> Oh, likely transferring though. Yeah. Okay. So you think uh, what's his face is coming? The starter to redshirt for the season because he has only played in four games and he doesn't want to lose. So is so Armstrong's coming back? Like like, I don't know that that kind of concerns me a little bit just because I could see I I still kind of like Armstrong off rest. I could see him coming out and having a good game. Yeah. If it was Morris, I would definitely be there with you. Okay. Even though NC State, you know, they think MJ Morris is better than Brennan Armstrong. Yeah, but I, I, I don't think so. You know, and, and and if we look at history, I'm normally right, right? Who was right about Grant Wells? Who was yes. right about um It's true. You're well, the... um Hendon Hooker. You know, it's me. It's, it's, it's me. I'm the I'm the quarterback guru. Yes. Okay. You're not coming along. I thought you would be actually on, on this one with me, but all right. Well, that that's the issue. That that's that's my holdup. Um, my next game, I will take is also in the ACC, okay. and I am going to take pretty ugly one. Going to fade a team. I faded a couple times. Finally got my uh, finally got my cover on them last week, and I'm going back to the well. Give me Miami plus 14 and a half in Tallahassee at 3.30 on ABC. Uh, Miami just played a shit game. They looked absolutely horrific. Their offense, they had six points against NC State. I think Van, Van Dyke, Van Dimes, right, is what he what he trademarked it. Through three picks and no touchdowns. Yeah, that's that's correct. Three picks, no touchdowns. And uh they they ruined all the momentum they had on two straight winning games, you know, after after they lost to Georgia Tech and North Carolina. But here's the thing is this is this is classic crystal ball. Crystal ball was looking ahead. He, he didn't give a fuck about that NC State game. He was looking ahead for Miami because or for Florida State because Florida State and Mike Norvell pantsed him last year. And this is a big recruiting game. Chris Ball went to Miami. He hates Florida State. Who doesn't hate Florida State? Um, and he's gonna he's gonna have him ready to go. And this fourteen and a half is way too much. It's way too much. I think Miami's live. And and here's the other thing is NC State's defense, way better than Florida State's defense. Way better than Florida State's defense. The strength of Florida State's defense, the defensive line. The strength of Miami's offense, the offensive line. They should be able to compete with them there. That should give them time to score. 
And as long as they're scoring, I mean, their defense may get beaten up a little bit on the backside. I, I, if Keon Coleman and um, whatever, Johnny Walker come back, I, I don't think Miami really has any answers for them in the secondary. But as long as they can keep scoring, they're not going to get blown out and they're going to cover the 14 and a half. And I, I think I think they will be able to score. I think they're going to be able to move the ball. And I, I think I think they might win. So I looked at this. I don't know. I think Christopher's a moron. So I don't know what's get, what's keeping me off of it. But I, I it would be very Cristobal like to go into Florida State and, and kind of stun him. I, I I know he wants to, and I'm sure he's going to get them believing. I I could see myself coming along here, but I'm not I'm not there yet. What's the public doing on this game? You think? You think they're they're and they're out on Miami, or do you think they're? You think they think out on Miami? Let me. I would assume they're out on Miami too. But I the will tell you though, let's see. And a half. I was like, mm. it's Tuesday is uh, the issue, so I don't know how much of right. How much is it sharp or money, and how much is it yeah. the the doofuses? Hard to tell yeah. this early because they. I feel like the doofuses don't really bet this early. Yeah. No, I agree with that. Um, I don't know. I think it's an interesting game. I, I, I'm not sure. I'm seeing 67 cash, 75 tickets on Florida State. Okay, so most, most money and most betters are playing Florida State right now, which makes me like Miami a little bit. Um, nothing yet for me. Uh, let's see. I think, um. You know, I might as well stick in the ACC with it. My next stink bomb. Um, going back to the well with these guys after the well was empty last week, <laughs> almost dramatically. So uh, I wasn't. This was another one of my ads, by the way, Colin. Another one of the losing ads. It was Virginia Tech plus ten at Louisville. Oh, no. I'm taking Virginia Tech as a pick them on the road at Boston College. Um, I believe it's a pick them. Let me see. I don't want to give any false. I I have it as a I have them as a pick them. Let me see what they are. They are plus one and a half on. Not really. Vandal. Not really. It's minus one twenty four. I'm not. I'm not taking the plus one and a half. All right, so it's a pick them. It's a pick them. I got them on Fanduel at minus one. Minus one fifteen. Okay. Um, I think Boston College is terrible. I watched that Boston College Syracuse game last week, and it felt like my eyes were bleeding. It was two of the worst teams I have ever seen play college. I could not believe that. One or both of these teams might end up in a bowl game. The path, baby, the path. The, screw Do you know the about the path? You know about the path, yes. Do you know about the path? <laughs> I, I, the, I don't want you to talk about the path because I hate the path. It's ridiculous. All right? You know what makes me even more angry? Picturing Nolan's stupid face thinking about the path up at Boston College. That's what actually makes me. You know what's, you know what's hilarious is after they won that game, I texted him. Or after every time they win, he texts me the eagle. Yeah, the eagle emoji, and I text him the path. He's like, "How do you know about the path?" Well, the path comes to an end on Saturday because they're going to lose to Virginia Tech. Uh, Virginia Tech's a better football team. Um, they've been playing well with drones. They've got a really good defense, and they were exposed a little bit by Louisville. Um, Louisville's a really tough place to play, and Louisville's been playing really well this year. Yeah, Louisville's really fucking good. Louisville's good. I think it's time to kind of acknowledge that. They're good. They got talent. got a good quarterback, coach who knows what he's doing, and the defense is legit. 
I think that's that's really the difference. I didn't expect that to be the case. I mean, um, they've got they've got a hell of a pass rush. Yeah, that's the difference between this and all the Purdue teams. Is Brom never had a defense like this? Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, I think Virginia. I mean, the game opened. I think BC minus, and it has even though Boston College is six and three, and Virginia Tech is four and five, and it just swung all the way to Virginia Tech laying maybe a point and. I think Virginia Tech still, I think they might have the better coach. I like Brent Pry. I think he's done really good things with this team. I, I think Boston College has been a luck box. They've played a, an extremely light schedule. Um, and I, I I think this is, I, I don't know. It, it's stinky, but I think Virginia Tech's better. And Boston College just got to bowl eligibility. And I, I know they can, they're thinking about maybe an ACC title. Like, I guess the dream is alive, but... I think Virginia Tech wants to get to a bowl game, and if they they're going to do that, they're going to have to win this game on the road at BC. So give me uh, give me the hokey pokey, um, up in Chestnut Hill where nobody will be because nobody. I don't know. Are they hyped? Yes, they're, they're, they're six and three. They've got they've got the path. They are hyped. Oh, whatever, Virginia Tech, pick them for me. All right, um, for my next game. I will go I'll stick in the 330 slate and I'm gonna take I'm gonna go to the West Coast. Okay. I am gonna take Utah okay. plus nine and a half at Washington. I haven't been able to get Washington much this year, you know. Feels like when I'm off them, they don't cover. When I'm when I'm against them, they cover. It's been rough. One of the, one of the teams, I, I feel like I have a pretty decent handle on them, but I, I just I just can't hit them. But I think I got them this time. I think I got them at this nine and a half. Utah, I really should have been on them last week against Arizona State. I knew they were going to blow out Arizona State. Did not did not pull the trigger, and um, they won fifty five to three. But I guess uh, what's his name was Borgets got hurt early on, so they had. Jacob Conover went five for 22. Oof. Come in. <laughs> but here, here's here's what I like about this. When you look at Oregon and Washington, yes, Oregon, Washington beat Oregon. And that's what everybody's going to point to when they look at this game. They're going to say, oh, Washington, they got – they beat Oregon. Oregon blew out Utah. Washington is going to beat the fuck out of Utah. But – Football doesn't work that way. I think you know that. I know that. People who listen to this know that. The reason why Oregon whooped up on Utah is because Oregon has a good enough defense to stop Utah's limited attack. And what, why Utah was able to beat USC on the road in a similar fashion to how Washington just beat USC in a pretty tight game is because USC doesn't have a defense. You all know also is is struggling with their defense right now. It's Washington. Washington's defense has been pretty porous. It has not been great. They let up 42 to USC, 33 to Stanford, 33 to Oregon, and they're three of the fast their past four games, and then seven against Arizona State. But they only put up 15 in that game. So this defense is injured. Uh, I, I think McMillan might be coming back for this game. I don't care. I, I like I like Utah's defense a lot. I think they're going to be able to keep Washington in front. And I, I think as long as Utah can move the ball on Washington, they're not going to get blown out. So I, I like anything over seven here. Okay. Yeah. 
interested, but I don't know. I've gotten to that stage in the year, you know, with a Washington future where I, I you know, yeah. like I gave him, I gave it my shot with USC last week. And I, I, I felt good about, I actually felt good for a while there that USC was going to cover and not <laughs> win. Um, clearly that didn't happen, but whatever. Um, I, I'm now with a Washington future. I just want Washington to win the whole damn thing or get into a position where I can hedge because I don't think they're good enough to win the whole damn thing. But if they can get to a, the playoff, then I can I can try to I can try to arbitrage a little bit. Um, I see what you're saying. Like I think I mean I think Utah's so well coached, and like this just feels like the type of game where they 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 just know like they they know who they are. They have an identity. They're going to play defense. They're going to run the football. They're going to be smart. Right, similar to what um, they did against USC on the road. Like keep keep the Washington offense off of the field and get stops, run the ball, work the clock, shorten the game. Like, I think that's going to be their strategy and I, I could see it happening. Um, but I, I'm not betting it. I don't know if there's something that I'm, you, you know, what's, what's crazy too is I see Washington fans on Reddit and they're, they're talking about Oregon state next week. <laughs> They're like, oh, I'm really nervous for Oregon State in Corvallis next week. That's crazy. They they got the reigning Pac-12 champions coming to town, and they're worried about Oregon State. That is insane. I mean, I get, I'd be, I'd be afraid of Corvallis too, for what it's worth. No, I mean, I'd definitely be, a, definitely a reason to be afraid. But <laughs> I think you got a reason to be afraid coming in right now. Yeah, yeah. The Pac-12 is so good. We uh, can- Pac-12 is great. It sucks because it's going away. I'm going to go to the Big 12, and I'm taking TCU. The Horned Frogs, I think they have um, – I don't know. They've been up and down all year. I mean, sometimes they look great. Sometimes they haven't looked good. But now they're home against their in-state rival, Texas. It's been kind of weird, right? I mean, they, they got blown out by Kansas State, but they blew out BYU. I don't know. The quarterback situation has been in flux. Um thought they played pretty well as a team last week at Texas Tech in a tough spot. Uh, now they come back home, four and five, really trying to get the season, um, trying to finish season strong and, and such a great opportunity to do it against your rival from Austin. Um, big bad Texas coming in thinking if they can just win out, they're going to the playoff, um, or at least they'll have a really good shot to do it. So um, Texas still playing, I believe, with a backup quarterback. Um, TCU also playing with Josh Hoover, a quarterback. But I don't know. I believe I believe in 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 the Horn Frogs. I think that the market's a little down on them after you know going to the playoff last year. But now four and five, I still think there's a lot of talent on this roster, and it's a tough place to play. So give me TCU plus ten. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm with you. Out game Texas Tech on the road. Tough loss. Two turnovers uh, cost in that game. Um. Texas survives a late comeback against Kansas State uh, in overtime. Going to be feeling pretty good about themselves after getting out of Dodge there, but that was um, definitely scary. Uh, I don't really know if you can trust this quarterback for Texas. And if you look at what TCU did last year to Texas, they shut down this offense when they had Quinn Ewers in. 17 to 10 
was the final. They won in Texas. Yep. I think that they're going to be able to shut it down again. And now with a backup quarterback, they're going to be even more effective at shutting it down. So I'll take the 10 TCU on extra rest at home in a rivalry game. Seems like too much to lay with viewers out. Uh, consensus play TCU. Is that our second consensus play TCU and Penn state or our consensus is going to be in the big games today. Hmm. We'll see where are you going next? <laughs> let's, let's test that theory. Yep. I'm going to a big game. Let's see if we're going to, we're going to be consensus here. Uh, Georgia is taking on Ole Miss at home. And what is the current line? Ten and a half? Is there still a ten and a half out there? There's still a ten and a half. Georgia's line ten and a half at home. I'm going to lay him. Yep. I think I've had a pretty good pulse on Georgia this year. This is a game where I think they're going to be ready to go. It's uh, – Look, I mean, you look at last week against Missouri and Georgia laid 16, 16. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. Yeah. And and now they don't they don't cover. They win by nine. And now they lay 10 and a half against Ole Miss. Is Ole Miss better than Missouri? By five and a half points? Mm-hmm. I don't know, actually. That's a good question. I, I would say there there probably would be favored over Missouri. Yeah. But I, I, I think it would be closer to three. Yeah. Uh at least I would take Missouri if it was over. If it was, if it was uh larger than three. I think the matchup, which we talked about last week, is much worse for Ole Miss than it was for Missouri. Uh, I mean, this is what we talked about when they played, played Texas A&M is when they – when Ole Miss is playing the football they want to play, they run to set up the throw. And Jackson Dart, you know, I was wrong on Dart. Dart's been way better this year than I expected. I mean, I, I should have known, you know, last name like Dart as a quarterback. You got to be good. You got to live up to the name. But I, I think they can shut down Quinshawn Junkins. They can keep this – Ole Miss team in front of them. Kirby Smart is going to have a plan for this Lane Kiffin smoke and mirrors offense. He's going to shut them down. It's going to be loud between the hedges. They're going to be fired up for a top 10 showdown. Ole Miss is probably going to be eight in the new rankings. They're going to be all over it, and Georgia's going to win 31-14. Wow, a score prediction. Look at you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so lay them. Lay the points. Um, yeah, I'm not on this. I, I like where your head is, though. Um, I know you've been looking to fatal miss a bunch too. I caught my little fatal miss nugget last week. Texas A. I mean, did you I mean, Texas AM was they covered, didn't they? Maybe not on the pod. They pushed for me, but they covered in the uh in the parlay. There you go. So I I um I think you're right. It is a much better matchup for Georgia. And we saw Ole Miss struggle when they went on the road to Alabama when they played a really physical defense. And it's a good idea. Good little look. Uh I'm not I'm not there. There is a big one in the SEC that I am interested in. O'Donnell, though. O'Donnell is um is what? Three and oh 
betting on Georgia this year. Pretty Ooh. good. Pretty Ooh. good. 3-0 betting on, in games including Georgia? or Including Georgia, because I took them against Kentucky. Yep. I took them against Florida, and yep. I faded them against Missouri. Well, okay, here we go. You know, Donald, uh, Donald knows what they to four now. Um, nothing for me there. Uh, I'm going to go to Kentucky. I'm going to take them plus 10 and a half, I think is the best number. Let me see if there's an 11. I don't think still hanging around. Yeah, like a rogue, a rogue 11 on the rivers. Is it? Is there? There might be. I don't know. I'm looking. Usually that's where the rogue where the rogue numbers hang <laughs> on the river. They, they, they like to hang out down by the river. They really do. Um, there is no rogue eleven though. Uh, so I'm taking Kentucky plus ten and a half. Alabama with a huge win at home under the lights against LSU. Uh starting to hear a lot of chatter right now about Alabama as a sneaky little playoff team. Go to the SEC championship, beat Georgia. Then how do you leave one lost Bama out of the college football playoff? A lot of people starting to chatter. They might be the best team in college football. They have an identity. Well, they got to go to a place where they really don't ever travel to. Um, I should have looked this up beforehand. But I'm curious, like, how frequently Alabama and Kentucky, like, actually play each other. I feel like it almost never happens. Um Last time was in 2020, and Alabama beat them by a thousand points. It was actually just 60, but must have felt like a thousand. Alabama is holy shit, 38 and two all time against Kentucky. These games never competitive. The last time Alabama was in Lexington, Kentucky, was 2013. Before that, 2009 and the 2004. This doesn't happen. Alabama doesn't go to Lexington, and now they got to go face a talented Mark Stoops team that's playing good football of late. They're physical. They run the ball. Devin Leary's playing his best football of the season. They just went on the road, dominated Mississippi State. They're playing with swagger. They should have beaten Tennessee, but now they're going to get their nugget at home against Alabama. Alabama doesn't know what's what's coming. They got to go on the road to Kentucky. They think, they think it's same old Kentucky. You go on the road, you blow out Kentucky. It's just another step on the ladder to the SEC title, and I think they're going to be in for a dogfight in Lexington. Um, so give me the cats plus 10 and a half. I'm with you. Let down spot, uh, off the big win faded in last week. Daniels got hurt, whatever. Uh, tough, tough loss. Uh, now they're getting over 10 points in Lexington with, uh, what you said. I mean, Leary past two weeks, I, I think he was hurt. He was hurt in the beginning of the year and he's no longer hurt. And he's, I mean, they've looked so much better offensively with him gone. I think uh, they're going to be able to move the ball a little bit, keep Alabama's defensive line at bay from just really teeing up on them. And uh, defensively, I mean, the big issue for Soup's defenses in the past has been when teams can really bomb it on them because they don't face a lot of teams that can bomb it on them. Alabama, while no row looks good, they're not. They're not gonna throw all over Kentucky. It's just. It's just not gonna be their identity. Their receivers aren't good enough to do that. This isn't Alabama 2020. So I think they're gonna be able to slow them down somewhat. And uh, I see this being as a close, grinded out game. I mean, Alabama beat Arkansas by three. Yes. 
They've been how, how can they lay ten and a half in Lexington? One hundred percent. They have been in battles on the road all season long, even at home. Like this isn't this isn't a dominant Alabama football team, and people are starting to talk them up. This one lost Bama, and I just, I mean, this is this is like, I mean, I don't really know how to like describe it, right? Because it's a little it's. It, because they're in the same conference, but this is a rare, rare occurrence. Like Kentucky doesn't get to host Alabama. You know what I mean? Like they don't yeah. get to play Alabama at home. And now they, they is this game under the lights or is it a uh, uh, three thirty? No, it's noon. It's noon. a noon. It's a noon nooner. Even better. Even better. Sleepy you know? noon. Sleepy nooner for Alabama. Um, cool consensus play. Kentucky plus ten and a half. Tommy's starting to feel himself too. Yeah. Good. Knock that kid down a peg. Um, all right. My next play, 330, Big 12. I think uh last week was the uh, you know, I, I finally got on Oklahoma State after after fading them for a while. Got my first win on them. Last week was their magnum opus. They knocked out Oklahoma from the college football playoff. They sent them packing in the last game. In the Big 12, the last Bedlam game, they were going nuts. Ollie Gordon running all over them. This team is completely different from the team that lost to South Alabama, that saw South Alabama ran all over them, ran rough shot over them, 33-7. Now they got to go to the bounce house to a 4-5 and five UCF team. Plumlee back. Got a little swagger back. They finally got a win. Right, they won at Cincinnati, a team that just can cannot win a game last week. And now you're coming home. Malzon, he's 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 been prepping for this. They're looking at this game, right? They they wanted to get that Oklahoma game, but now they've got a they've got another top fifteen, top twenty five team coming into town, looking to get their first win in Big Twelve play at home. The place is going to be electric. They're still looking at a bowl game. Yep. This is I I think they're more than live in this game. So I'm going to take the two and a half because I think they win outright. Um, one hundred percent consensus play. Uh, I am. I love this spot. You're absolutely right. Oklahoma State has been playing great football. Um, trending towards this upset over Oklahoma, and they got it. Bedlam and a huge crowd, like place going nuts. They, I mean, Gundy is an unbelievable coach. The way he's been able to turn the season around, it's extremely impressive. But now they got to do something they've never really done. You got to go, go down to, to 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 Florida, to Orlando, and play UCF. And it's a huge opportunity for UCF. I think they, you're right. They got their, they got the win. Right, they stopped the five game losing streak. They got their first Big Twelve win, even though it was against a a fellow American de, de, de factor. But um. Defector, 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 um, defector. defector. But I, I, I think now they're they, they got they got some swag now. You know, you got in the win column. That's what matters. Got in the win column, and now it's a now it's a chance to to build on it. And what a great way to do it against a top twenty Big Twelve team in Oklahoma State that that just beat Oklahoma. So I'm with you. UCF plus two and a half. Um, I'm going to stay in the Big Twelve. Um, I know there's some quarterback question marks in this one, and I'm going to a, a pet team of yours. And I know there's a lot, lot on the line in this game, not just spread wise. Um, I'm taking BYU plus six and a half at home against Iowa State. 
Um, let me see if there's a seven. I don't. I don't think there is. Um, but let me check on it, just to be safe. There is. There's the a seven. River. The river. river down by the river. A rogue seven down by the river to hang out. <laughs> um, yeah. So I'm gonna take BYU plus seven. Slovis didn't play the last game. Um, I, I've seen a lot of chatter that like they might just be ready to move on from him in general. Um, I know he's been banged up, but it wasn't like a specific injury. It was more like a, oh, he's just kind of banged up, bruises. Um, obviously, they've been pretty terrible. Uh, BYU has been away from home, but at home, they've been um, like excellent this season. It's one of the most ridiculous um, splits, splits that I've ever, <laughs> I've ever seen. Like, it's not just wins and losses. It's like blowout wins. <laughs> and blowout losses it's it's really like almost hard to believe like you you, like at home you handle texas tech on the road just non-competitive with tcu texas and west virginia non-competitive um but the good news is with five wins on the season they're at home under the lights against iowa state it's as big as it gets there for byu they got a real chance to get to a bowl game and and win on a, a third big 12 game um, and I, I, I think they do it. They're going to, they're going to be ready. They're going to be all hopped up on their caffeine down there. It's going to be a zoo. So I'm, I'm taking BYU plus seven. Hey, I feel like I, I, I can't, I can't, I can't sit idly by and let this, let this pass, pass up. Um, I need this. The last leg of the bowl parlay, the last leg, it all comes down to this. And this is it. BYU is not getting another win outside of this game. I could they're see them. They're not beating Oklahoma. They're not beating Oklahoma State. Yeah. So so it comes down to this. Um, so yeah, why not? Why not? Why not throw some extra money on it? Because uh, <laughs> I got enough riding on it already. I'll I'll take it. Uh, I also, I mean, Iowa State really has been really good against the run, but their passing defense has been kind of suspect. BYU can't run the ball at all. So if Slovis is back. That's uh, that that bodes well for them. This is gonna be Iowa State's first trip into Utah. It's uh, it's a it's not a not an easy place to play, which is part of the reason why this uh, this home away split is so evident. Yeah, I get, but like, yes, I mean they're good at home, but it, <laughs> I can't believe how bad they've been on the road. You know? Well, I mean, you also have to look at home. They played. Texas Tech's third string quarterback. Yeah, no, you're right. It's true. And uh they beat Cincinnati, who has two wins. <laughs> and Sam Houston State by 14. <laughs> yeah. They did beat Arkansas on the road though. Yeah, that's a stunner. That's a stunner. That's 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 a that's a shock. Um all right, contestants play on BYU plus. It's that. going to be 29 degree a, a low of 29. On Saturday night in Provo for a ten fifteen game. Yeah, but I think Iowa State's perfectly, perfectly apt, like good with that. Like I don't think that's a that's an yeah, advantage. That's true. That's that that is true. But you know, whatever. Might as well mention it. Where are you going next? Where am I going next? It's an interesting question. You almost tapped. I am. I, I guess I'm almost tapped, but I've got I've got a lot that I I, I need to discuss. Okay. 
I actually think I might be tapped. Yeah, that is, that's, that's it for me. So okay. far, I'm definitely going to give out a couple more of these after I, uh, after I finish this conversation though. All right, let's let's start. Let's start so the. What, what, do you have anything else, or you? Uh... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Give me um, give me San Jose State uh, against Fresno, um, as a pick'em. Back to the well. Yeah, I mean, but but like, I don't know. Maybe I'm an idiot for continuing to, to fade Fresno, but like this is a pick'em for a reason. We were so. You even specifically, we were we we talked pretty highly about San Jose State coming into the season. Chevon Cordero, um, pretty talented roster, well-coached, played a tough schedule. They lost to USC. They lost to Oregon State. They lost to Toledo, Air Force, and Boise State. They opened one and five, but played, like, a really tough schedule. Like, at USC, Oregon State, at Toledo, and at Boise, and Air Force, who is, who's been really, really good this year, especially in the Mountain West. So, like, you can't play a harder schedule. Since then... Uh, they blew out New Mexico, they blew out Utah State, and they went on the road and blew out Hawaii. Um, I think Cordero's a really good quarterback, and they come back home after the Hawaii game, end a bye. They get Fresno State, who is uh, basically well on their way towards a, a Mountain West championship at 8-1. and one. Um, But I think – I've seen the leaks with Fresno State, man. Like, their, their wins are not – like, they haven't really beaten anybody super good. Um, like they haven't played any of the time. I mean, I guess they beat Boise state by seven, but at home, they beat UNLV by seven at home. They barely escaped Utah state. They lost at Wyoming. You know, their non-com wasn't really all that impressive. Like they, they won at Arizona state when Arizona state hadn't figured anything out. Yeah. They won at Purdue, but Purdue is really nothing, nothing special at all. Um, so I think Fresno is a pretty fraudulent and one. I think there's a reason this game's a pick them. Uh, and I, under the lights down in, in San Jose, I, I absolutely love um, Chevron Cordero and the boys. I think they get one, especially, I mean, Fresno State, just off the win over Boise, you know, you, if you're Fresno, you're starting to think about that Mountain West title, 11 and one, maybe you sneak a New Year's six. Is that possible? Um, so I, uh, I love San, I actually, I adore San Jose State in this spot. It's like, it's my favorite play of the week. Um, but it's tough to say that about a group of five game. But G5, that is, Justin, he's back again. This one's unique. I think this one's unique. And the was Georgia State unique last week? I didn't bet Georgia State. Let's go. <laughs> I didn't bet Georgia State. I was really happy watching that score go. <laughs> I didn't have money on Georgia State. Um, I think the Mountain West is like, I think the Mountain West is a little bit better than like the Sun Belt. You know what I mean? Like I, I feel yeah, like the, I mean it's the it's the new Power Six. You know, and after we lost the American. We're now in Mountain West, Bob. Yeah. <laughs> um, so San Jose State is my is my final play. Yeah, I uh I like it. I like it. Plus one. Are you coming along or no? Am I coming along? Yeah, yeah what the hell? Your, okay. your hair looks absolutely ridiculous right now. All right. Oh. This this is my this is my team. San Jose State is my team. Okay. San Jose State. I'll take, plus, I'll take the plus one. Um yeah, at home, I, I think Fresno State had to give everything they had to beat Boise last week. Yep. Back-to-back games against Boise and UNLV. This is the first game where they're going to be able to take a rest, and it's going to get them. Yep. You're right. You are correct. Fresno Fresno loses. 
I'm actually gonna bet this right now. <laughs> um. All right. What games you wanna you wanna chat through? All right. I've got to start one one through them. Pretty pretty all all pretty all pretty stinky. Okay, I love stink. I know. This is why this is why I want to talk to you about. All right. First one. I want to talk about is Georgia Tech plus 14 and a half at Clemson. Georgia Tech playing well. I I'm not sure what the deal is with Clemson, man. Like I, I don't know if that win over Notre Dame might be like a launching pad. It's like, definitely a launching pad. That's that's the worry. Like I don't think it's a but, let- but but can but Clemson's Clemson's offense is pretty inept. So I I don't really think they should be laying for the problem is Georgia State's defense is also shit. Yeah, I I don't want to take Georgia Tech plus fourteen and a half here, man. Like they were they were almost twenty point dogs at Miami and one, and I guess they just blew out Virginia. So like their analytics are probably pretty pretty high. like they're probably pretty top of the market now and like going on the road to Clemson and hanging in there against a Clemson team that is probably playing with confidence for the first time all year I don't really want to touch okay second one Purdue plus one and a half I mean I quit Purdue I told you I'm Purdue um but I mean you don't want to you don't want to Purdue it one more time (laughs) I know you predicted it last week, but I I will not. I pred- didn't. I didn't. I didn't predict it last oh, week. I, 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 I will. I will not be predicting it this week. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think it's a good spot, right? I I mean, but here's the deal: Minnesota lost Illinois. I think if they had hung on for that game and got their sixth win, the thing is, and maybe I sh- maybe this is not a good way to think about it, and maybe I'm thinking about it too much as a Rutgers fan, but like if I'm looking at all these mediocre like Big Ten teams, right? who don't have a chance of winning a national title. Their goal, once they realize they can't win their conference or win their division, is to get to a bowl game. Purdue has seven losses. They're not going to a bowl game. And maybe I'm wrong for thinking like this, but Minnesota's five and four. They need to get a game. They need a win. And uh, I think they're going to play. They're, they're, I like their motivation edge more. Yeah, I guess that's true. And, uh, I mean, how, how, how could Nebraska lose last week to Michigan State? Michigan State still is fighting. Are they still fighting? They're 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 not they're, they're not. I mean, they're good. They're going to lose to Ohio State this week, so their season's cooked. But like, all right. Well, this is the other one. That that brings up the other one. Yeah. Is it crazy to take the thirty-one and a half in that game? Yes, it is. Ohio State was just laying eighteen and a half at Rutgers. Yep. And it's now thirty-one and a half. At home, though. So if that's that's a if you if you say three points each, that's still a seven point difference. Yeah, Rutgers was minus five against Michigan State. Would they be minus five again right now? Probably I not. Think they, I think they might be more actually. I don't know. I mean, think about it this way, right? Michigan State was plus ten and a half at Iowa. And Rutgers is a basically a pick them at Iowa. It all fluctuates. It's I, I think it's crazy. I think it's crazier to take Ohio State minus 31 and a half. So. 31 and a half and the over under is 47 and a half. Yeah, I don't think Michigan State's gonna score, man. That is the issue. That's that's the big issue. But look, I mean, Michigan oh, I, State's Michigan State 
was better than Rutgers for the most of that game. They were, but but that was a weird spot. And like Rutgers is way better coach than Michigan State is. And we had a whole bye week to prepare. And like you know, Greg can can fucking scheme, and he schemed up the defense. Marvin Harrison Jr. and Emeka Ibuka tied for like. I nothing. mean, Marvin Harrison Jr. is the most overrated player in the fucking country. Okay, whatever. I, I understand. Agree. You you should agree with me. No, I don't think he's overrated. I think I think he faced good defenses, and good defenses shut him down. I don't care if he's overrated. He's, he's a good player. I don't think Michigan State's gonna be able to shut him down the way Notre Dame did, and the way Rutgers was able to scheme up to do it. And I think there's, there's going to be a motivation there after, like, Ryan Day knows he 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 escaped Rutgers. I think he knows. And I think there's going to be a little motivation to get some style points. Especially, I mean, like, that, it was a back-to-back road spot, I guess, too. What if, the, what if the playoff, it was a back-to-back road spot, now you're coming back home. Back-to-back road, yeah. And what if, um like, what if the playoff comes out and I could see them not being number one again? Like, I, I could uh, see. They're still going to be number one. I could see Georgia jumping them after. Maybe, Georgia could maybe jump them, but that's that's it. I don't know. That's that's going to be really tough. And you should jump in Washington. Washington's got the best resume right Washington, now. Washington should be ahead of Florida State. Bro, on, on cover three, listening to Bud talk about, he was like, oh, like, the, the, the committee could do anything. Like, they could they could jump they, – they could jump – Washington could jump Florida State, but they could also have Michigan jump to number one. It's like, no, they couldn't. It, they, they, they have a very clear criteria that they follow. It's yeah. who you beat. Like, yeah. it's, not, it's not that hard. Right. It's right. not that hard to understand. It's not like a big conspiracy. Yeah, that's it. That's all it is. What is your record and who have you beaten? That's it. Which I think is the right way to do it. By no, the way. it is the right way to do it. It pisses me off. All the like everybody acts like it's like in this magic box where they go up there and they just pick it. It's very, it's very clear. I wish there was betting lines on how it would come out because I could make a ton of money. Yeah. I wish college basketball did more of that. They're too concerned with analytics now, and I just think it's stupid. Oh yeah, yeah. They they are, that is the problem with college basketball. Like, what it, it, it makes the games not matter. Yeah, if you play the game. It yeah. has to matter. It doesn't matter if you got lucky or something. If you won, you won. Yeah. Winning is the only thing that matters. All that matters is winning and losing. And who you beat, who you beat matters. Yes, I understand if you want to have the analytics to like to like decide your strength of schedule. Like if that's like a thing, but like did you beat rank? Did you beat teams that are good? If you beat teams that are good, that's yeah. impressive. Yeah, exactly. Did you lose to teams that are bad? That's not good. That's not good. That's bad. You shouldn't lose to bad teams. It's very simple. Yeah. It's a very um, it's a very simple concept. Yeah. People making it too complicated. All right. What else do you got? What other stink bombs? All right. Here's the other one I'm looking at. Northwestern plus 11. Ugh. Where who where even are they? Wisconsin? Wisconsin, yeah. No, I think I don't Man, know. Wait, what is Wisconsin doing done to lay 11 here? No, you're right. How, like, what? Why? No, I, I don't. Well, Northwestern stinks. Yeah, Northwestern. Northwestern's four and five, and alive in the Big Ten West. <laughs> yeah, it's true, but I don't know. I think they just gave everything they had against Iowa, and now I don't. I don't know. At Wrigley, and now you got to go on the road to Wisconsin and. I don't know. I mean, Wisconsin was laying 11 against Rutgers. Like, you think, I mean. Yeah, and Wisconsin was laying 10 and a half against Indiana and lost. Yeah, I'm I'm out. I'm out on I'm out on Northwestern Wisconsin. No, thank you. No interest. Auburn, yeah. Arkansas? Wanted to talk to you about this one. I'm intrigued by Arkansas. After they got it done for you last week, you want to go back to the well? 
Yeah, I think I think my rationale last week was that these boys that Sam, I mean, Sam Pittman's had his problems, but I think the, the guys that are still there fighting for him are fighting for him. And I think they're going to try to do whatever they can to get him back to a bowl game and make it as hard as the, as, as possible for Arkansas to fire him. And I mean, Auburn's, but here's, here's my issue, right? Like I like the line, right? Auburn just, just won their sixth game, didn't they? Um, no, fifth game. Okay. Okay. So they just won their fifth game. They, they, that what? game was tight. The Vanderbilt game? Yeah. Yeah. We should have got a cover there. Yeah. Well, they didn't. Um, I don't know. I think Auburn's been playing much better football the last few weeks. And I, um, I don't know. But like they're they're not very good on offense. They hit a couple big plays against Vandy because Vandy is just atrocious. And like I, I don't know, Arkansas is not nearly as atrocious. But minus two, and I mean, I don't know. Like Auburn's playing better football, but like, like I think Arkansas is a better team. And like at home, like whatever yeah. they play for, laying three. You, I thought I thought I saw a two and a half on Caesars. That's fine by me. You want to do it? It's it's not real. It's a it's fake. It's not real. It's fake. Two and a half. These mother. <laughs> let me you see. Lay the three though. Uh, uh. Let me just check to make sure it's not fake. Make sure it's fake. Maybe it's not fake. Let me see. Where the hell is this two and a half? I don't know. I'll take it. I'll take it with you. Let's do it. Yeah. Arkansas plus three. Arkansas we got a lot of All right, and then here's 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 the last one. This one's a real, a real stink bomb. Okay. Fuck! I lost it again. It's so it's so bad that I've been. This is the one I wanted to talk to you about, but I keep losing it because the game is so shitty. Houston. Oh. Is laying two and a half against Cincinnati. Take the two and a half. Yeah, yeah. I looked at it. I'm not. I I'm done though. Cincinnati is since a since a no more. <laughs> they're getting the Purdue treatment from me. They like, like their power ratings are better than they are, and I just have no interest. I I where this game's in Houston too. Yes, Houston Which still has stuff to play this for. This opened at three and a half. Has been bet down to two and a half. I feel like Cincinnati's going to close as a favorite. Yeah, maybe. I, I I don't know. I'm not getting there. You can ride it on your own, but I will not be coming along. I got one that I want to ask you about, though. It's also okay. kind of sticky. Still in the Big 12. What do you think about Texas Tech plus three and a half at Kansas? That's been on my radar. It's like, I think Texas Tech is better than... than yeah, their- but Texas Tech's numbers are also... they they Their numbers... They're a numbers team because of um, like how they play. Their efficiency is is yeah. it, it fucks up their numbers. I thought they looked good with Morton at quarterback, and I don't. Like, they I do think... look good with Morton at quarterback, but is their defense like Kansas can definitely scheme on this defense? Yeah, you're right. You're right. I haven't bet it yet. I, I think it's a stay away, but I, I I don't hate Tech there. I also have a Kansas Big Twelve future. Right. I'm I'm just kind of fed up with. I think Kansas is overrated, and I'm I've been looking for ways to like get them. Well, yeah, because last la, I mean last week was pretty tough. Yeah. All right. Any other games that you wanted to to chat through? No, I think just that's that's it for me. Cal Washington State. Fuck Cal. Fuck Cal. 
Fuck Washington State. Washington State stinks, man. They're a problem. Yeah. Falling yeah. apart. Crazy after the start, too. All right. That's our... Oh. Yes. That actually makes this interesting. I didn't think about this. What? Stanford? Where is Stanford? Oregon? No. Oregon State? 21 on the... 21 before they face Washington next week. But it's in Corvallis, isn't it? Yes. But what's, what's the... What's the issue with Oregon State? You talked about it last week. Um, what's the issue with Oregon State? Their defense isn't all that good. Yeah, their passing defense isn't all that good. Ashton Daniels season. I'm not getting there. Five thirty on the Pac-12 Network, a game that I have to you know Reddit stream to to watch. No, thank you. <laughs> I'm I'm not, I'm not touching that. At least not right now. I might be. I'm probably not going to touch that call. That's a that's a tough one. All right, that's our week eleven podcast. Colin, you've got Penn State plus five and a half. You're taking Rutgers plus one and a half. Miami plus fourteen and a half. Utah plus nine and a half. TCU plus ten. Georgia minus ten and a half. Kentucky plus ten and a half. UCF plus two and a half. BYU plus seven. San Jose State plus one. And Arkansas minus three. I've got Penn State plus five and a half. Wake plus two and a half. Virginia Tech pick them. TCU plus 10, Kentucky plus 10 and a half, UCF plus two and a half, BYU plus seven, San Jose State plus one, and Arkansas minus three consensus plays. Penn State, TCU, Kentucky, UCF, BYU, San Jose State, and Arkansas. All right. That's the week 11 hook and ladder pod. Colin, peace out. See ya.